And so, stress number two, making sure the conductor sees my ticket. So I, I sat. Did you walk up to the front of the train. Just hold it up to yeah, sir. Welcome to the Tune In Podcast, the podcast where we take real life experiences and mock them until it hurts, just to make you laugh. Throw in some really bad improv, and you got yourself a podcast. On this week's episode, there is no really bad improv because we have ourselves a featured story. It's a real emotional roller coaster. It's an adventure story about me traveling alone to Boston. Anytime I'm traveling by myself or in Boston or combine the two, it's usually a bad time for me and a good time for everyone listening. Before we get started, make sure you have a friend with you to listen to this episode. And if you don't, I don't know, Skype them or send it to them. You can listen together. Do whatever you can to keep the solidarity. You're eating a sandwich. It's a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yum. Uh, Jimmy, you don't look you don't look thrilled about that. Not thrilled about you don't, the PB&J. You don't like peanut butter and jelly. Can I tell you this too? I, it has the crust cut off of it. Oh, yep. And cool. it's cut into triangle pieces, not I not like the, the square, not the rectangle. Yeah. Triangle. It's the only way to eat a sandwich. Yeah. And you, of course, you know, if you're lactose intolerant, pick your milk of your choosing: almond milk, coconut milk, whatever. Maybe you just eat regular milk. milk. And I you're drinking milk with this sandwich. Milk. You need you need milk with a peanut butter yeah. and jelly, whether it. whatever kind of milk you like, and uh, you accidentally spill it, and it spills all over your your slacks, and yeah, not my good slacks. You're frustrated <laughs> because they yes they were they were your good slacks. You're frustrated <laughs> about it, and so you you go into the bathroom, and you realize that your phone was in. Your slacks. You oh, spilled. No. You spilled your milk of choice all over your slacks, and you start scrambling because your phone starts glitching, and you're like, "I gotta fix this before it's too late." I have too many tune-in podcast episodes on this phone. <laughs> this is the tune-in podcast. <laughs> Welcome to this episode That's of the tune-in podcast. So it would have been better if the phone broke and was just continuously playing the tune-in podcast because it was playing the <laughs> over last thing you played. I thought about going down that route and and. I I was I kind of wanted to market the podcast as something that you like and not an annoyance this time. <laughs> next time, <laughs> next time, you know, it could be an annoyance or something. Uh, well, this is the Tune In Podcast. Welcome to this episode of the Tune In Podcast. To my left is an empty chair. And after the empty chair is another empty chair where Brittany would be. Hey, guys. And after where Brittany would be is an empty chair where Jimmy would be. Tap it, folks. And I'm your host, Trev. So what and I want this... you to do now, Trev, is after each empty chair, you have to put in like a yay, and then like a when it's Britney's, it's like a little yet louder yay, and then when it gets to okay. me, it's like an even louder yay, and then when it gets to you, it's a boo. <laughs> All right, so everyone, everyone, yay. I get it, I get it. Everyone, everyone hates me. I'm, I'm used to that. I'm black. <laughs> Uh, so wow. <laughs> this, this episode, uh, we have, you know, I don't know about y'all, but I miss the outside world. So mm-hmm. I'm going to tell a featured story about an adventure that I had in the before time. Okay. <laughs> before we talk about that, let's, we have some things to get off our chest. Let's get into off my chest. My brain gave up on me earlier today while I was planning this episode. I was thinking about how I would introduce you to and I started thinking, how do I normally introduce people? I was like, I know I know, I go to the left, but then how do I transition from the next person? Like, to my left is blank. And then what? <laughs> to their left. And to their, yeah. Right. Well, so I literally had happened? to turn on an old episode to what? figure out... <laughs> Wow, what I used to say. too much I, quarantine. Yeah, no, well, because I was like, I was like, I don't think I say to their left. I usually say like sometimes something you say like else. Across from after, me. Sometimes you say uh, after them. Yeah. Well, that's I started thinking too much about it. I can do whatever the fuck I want. I'm the this host. Is true. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, I do have a system. I don't remember what it is. So uh, my brain literally just shut down for a little bit. It's the the correct answer is you know you heard the intro. Yeah. But, you know, as as the king of this episode, I can get away with it. I'm the it. king now. 
I just oh, wanted you to know that. Here we what the, go. What? Not of the TuneIn podcast, but I am the king of kings. What does that even mean? Uh, king is like the drinking game. I could make a I could make a Triple H reference actually because he says that he's king of king of kings. But I'm the Triple king of the H, house. Triple H, the now. wrestler. I'm the king of the house now. Okay, uh, got, that I makes pretty the queen. I recently got a king bed, so that means that I call all the shots. Uh, okay. Because <laughs> we're no longer in a king, a queen. Now oh, it is, I see. So really when you were sleeping in the queen bed, the queen was in charge. I, was, I didn't now, know that yeah. was a rule then. It's funny. So you that didn't get to take advantage of it, <laughs> right? <laughs> now that we've switched to a king bed, that's all of a sudden a rule yeah. that we have in this house. <laughs> that's a good rule, so he right? thinks he can just do whatever he wants. Tell me to do whatever he wants. Interesting. <laughs> all I have to do is point at the bed and go my <laughs> to remind <queen>. me. <laughs> So, okay, just jumping off of what you're saying real quick, and then you can get back to what you're talking about. I have a twin. Does yes. does that, do I have a secret twin out there somewhere? Yes. That's exactly does that make that me means. the twin of the house? They, the also, of the they house. also have a twin bed. Okay. okay. <laughs> and you guys are twins. <laughs> well, I look forward to Your meeting my twin someday. Yeah, you're never going to meet your twin. <laughs> it, doesn't let, it doesn't work that way. What if you get a full? Uh, I'm the, the, the full of the house. house. You're the full, full house. The- <laughs> full- Bob Saget <laughs> comes in my room and slaps me to wake me up. Every day. Oh, Every day. <laughs> you think music. you get used to it after a while? You don't. you don't. You never expect it. It's like it's unlike the humble pie that you wake up next to and eat every day. It's, it's much worse. <laughs> yeah, Bob no. It, here's oh, the thing about God. Bob Saget. You, you'll wake up one day and you think you beat him. You're like, I woke up before Bob Saget could smack. <laughs> You just get slapped right there. He was waiting for you to wake up so he could surprise you. So, yes, yeah, so you have a, a king bed. How, how is that treating you? It's pretty oh, great. It's I love wonderful. that I rolled over last night because I was used to and didn't I, fall I believe off. we've talked about this. I have oh used to sleep on the nightstand. God. I've talked about that on a podcast, what? I believe. Ridiculous. No, there was no, a, I've never heard this. Literally one night, and I swear to God this happened, I woke up on the nightstand. Like, I was He's using so the dramatic. nightstand as a pillow. So dramatic. Because Brittany was starfished across the entire bed. <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> I've never starfished. <laughs> I will say, as, as someone who has shared a bed many times... I would always wake up, uh, my my bed used to be like next to the wall. I would wake up between the mattress <laughs> yeah, and the yeah. wall. <laughs> In the wall. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I learned nice. to like it. I was like, oh, this wall is nice this and is cool. I get hot get when I sleep. You really do. Now, it, it was in my, like one of my dorms in college, there was like a window on the side of my bed, like just Ooh. the way the room was designed. That's it was chilly. literally like a giant glass window, so you roll over and just touch the frozen glass yep. in the middle of the winter. And, just <laughs> and then fall out the window. window. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a king no. now. It's just the facts. And now I can roll over and not even touch Brittany and it's, it's glorious. wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> well, so congratulations sad. on your on your new king. Uh, uh, Brittany, I'm sorry that you are now uh, apparently sorry, a loyal too. subject <laughs> again. Apparently, I'm no longer the queen somehow. Well, like, if you're the you king, who is the, the queen? Shots, but I just have the ultimate power. <laughs> I feel like in history, I remember, like, you know, the, the king would, like, make the decisions, but they were usually, like, influenced by the, by queen, the queen a lot. Yeah. You see, the way I just can't let him know that. Is I'm the boss because mm-hmm. we have a king bed. Oh, boy. I can't argue. I can't argue with cold hard facts and and logic. I can't do that. I've been arguing for like a day and a half. I'm done. <laughs> now I have uh, I have a tune in announcement. It's well, it's more of a Trev announcement. Um, I have an album on Spotify now. Yay! So I am an, I'm officially an artist. So I was trying to figure out how to listen to some of that the other day. And mm-hmm. it was just like the previews, and I was like, oh, this is kind of good. Why does it cut off in weird spots? And then I found out I had to click it. Yeah, well, also, just today, it, it wasn't it wasn't it processed until today. Yeah. yeah. So I'll link that in the Tasty Morsels. Uh, you know, I my life does expand past the podcast. I do have yeah. other hobbies, I swear. And uh, that's that's proof. Now I have two things on Spotify, the podcast and this. We have a we have time for, for an off my chest. And we have we have one question for our questions if animals could talk which animal would be the most annoying hmm. that's a good question most annoying. i i can tell you what the answer is 
What's that? Please do. It's the woodpecker that sits on my roof and bangs on the metal pipe <laughs> that goes fair. into my house. Yeah, that is... That's very fair. Yep. I wake up to it. I wake up to it almost every morning, and I think the house is falling apart because it sounds like there's a jackhammer on my roof. Yeah. And it's just the woodpecker. And then I run outside and I go, hey! And then it flies away. I feel like a real old man when I do it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds to me like you need to get an airsoft gun. <laughs> oh, I have one. <laughs> Start shooting it at that woodpecker. He's not going to do it anymore. I used to use an airsoft gun to scare off the turkeys that would torment my house. Yeah. And it doesn't, it doesn't, I, I know it sounds like cruel and inhumane, but like it was like a very weak gun. It was more just to scare them. And so they would go, oh, and then run away. <laughs> I feel like. Kind of like um, our geese. Oh my yeah. god, geese. Let so me geese tell for you, you that would the be the geese. most annoying oh talking animal. Oh my god, they're awful. They don't even need to talk, and they're annoying. They're so awful. They literally wake us up all the time. And even just I like think- during the day, they're extraordinarily loud. <laughs> I don't- yeah. And like today was beautiful, so we had like all the windows open, and they're just so annoying. I want to shut the windows. Yeah, you would think like, an- I don't know, animals would... Because I have the same problem with the turkeys. They're so loud. They don't stop talking. You would think, you know, they would get it. Humans are the only animals allowed to make noises out of their mouth. Right? (laughs) I feel like a peacock would be really annoying. Oh, yeah. Not because of all the noises that they make, but because they'd be like, ooh, look at me. I'm so fancy. I'm a peacock. (laughs) They all talk like that. They all sound like Mr. Wank for some reason. I have such wonderful feathers. Look how colorful they are. That's my Mr. Wank impression. He's not here. He's he's actually quarantined too. So I I haven't had him in the studio for a while. Fancy cousin, the peacock. The yeah, yeah. <laughs> My feathers are gorgeous. I'm yeah. from Barrington. <laughs> oh, Barrington. Oh my That's a fancy way to say Barrington. <laughs> so I think I think we really just we changed the question less to I mean this one is a good one if animals could talk, but it's mostly just animals that, that annoy, annoy us right now. <laughs> and yeah. They're all birds. <laughs> they, <laughs> they are, are all birds. birds. <laughs> I guess we hate birds. We hate birds. This just Tune in podcast hates, hates birds. birds. We are an anti-bird people. podcast. <laughs> well, they're not real anyway, so it doesn't yeah. matter. That's a that's a, a callback to a yeah. very old episode. I don't, was, but <laughs> I, don't, I don't even remember what episode that was. Let's get into our story time. So uh, again, just to reiterate, this is a featured story about an adventure that I had. I'm going to call it the emotional roller coaster of finding a new job. This started in like December, December 2019. Okay. So, so back I... Could go outside. Oh, back the back in the before time. <laughs> in a world where people were allowed to go outside <laughs> and they could go different places that were away from their home. Um, I, I, I was uh, looking for some video editing jobs. I got, a, I got a, a message on LinkedIn from this dude. He was like a, a, a talent recruiter for his company or whatever. Uh, and... I was like, oh shit, I've heard of this company. This is actually a company that I used to help me with my previous job in marketing. They helped me and now they want me to work for them? What? So he messaged me and he was like, hey, like I took a look at some of your stuff. I saw your resume. I'm very interested in this tune in thing that you're doing. <laughs> and and I was like, oh, well, I, I've done some cool stuff for it, but I hope he doesn't listen to it. He can see <laughs> he can see the video stuff, but like, I hope he doesn't hear it. So I was like, oh, shit, that's awesome. This guy wants to like hire me, basically. We set up like a, a call, just like a regular old call. Also, I, a prerequisite, I thought this was going to be a very short story. This is a very long story. <laughs> As I was as I was typing it out, I was like, "Oh, there's more. <laughs> it's still going." It's kind of like every story we've ever told about going on vacation. We're like, "Oh, wait, something else happened." <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is like two pages worth of story. So I go on the phone call with him. He explains the job to me. Then he asks me about TuneIn, and I tell him all about it. I'm like, "It's a podcast, but it's also like video thing." And it it started from like a t-shirt company. Just gave him the whole spiel, and he was like pretty impressed with it. And so he started talking about like 
what my role in the company would be and i was like oh shit this guy is like literally giving me the job right now on this phone call this is dope and so um he's talking he, he tells me like a, a very brief like price range of what they would be paying me and i'm like oh yo that's like a good most that's of the time a good they don't number. even touch that that's kind of good right? i was like I'm getting hired. This is awesome. <laughs> and so then I I asked him like what the hiring process is and that's when he then revealed to me we're still talking to other candidates. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." And and uh then he told me after this phone call, I would then speak with somebody else. There'd be a video call, there would be an in-person interview, oh, well, the and video then call, something you're else. And I was like, wow, this is, that's a long process. Like, this is the TuneIn Podcast. <laughs> right. You're so used to doing remote episodes now. <laughs> yeah, right? Just do a time. whole episode. <laughs> so, um, so I got off that phone call feeling good because he was like, I'll send your information to like the hiring person and, uh, you know, she'll go over stuff and we'll get back to you. So I got off the phone call not even expecting to hear back i was just like i did an okay job it was fine i thought he was hiring me but i guess not it's okay i'm not bitter or anything <laughs> and then i got an email and the hiring uh, person wanted to talk to me and the interesting thing about that was that she was in ireland so <laughs> what <laughs> that's so, interesting <laughs> So, yes, they, it, it was a big company. So, like, they had, like, international people. So, she was in Ireland. She set up a call with me. Um, it was early for me, probably late for her. There was a time difference. There was also an accent difference. She had a thick Irish accent. And in addition to that, she also had a very bad phone connection. Maybe because it was an international call or something. I, I do not know. But um, I could not understand a word she was saying for a good 80% of the phone call. Oh, my goodness. So, so she was asking me questions about my experience and previous jobs, what I was looking to get out of the company. And then she started asking, you know, those, those specific but vague questions like what was a time that you struggled with a with a struggle that you had but then you didn't struggle anymore (laughs) so your struggle was no longer a struggle here (laughs) yeah insert irish i i can't do it i can't even pretend to do an irish accent so uh (laughs) that question came out more like tell me about time you were going and I was like, oh God, I, I think I think I understand the question. I there was one question that she I bet asked you it me. She wasn't even breaking up. She was just doing exactly what she was she testing just did me. And <laughs> <laughs> was just like, let's see if he freaks see if he out. Gets this. Oh, I started freaking out. And uh, there were a couple of times where I was like, could you repeat that? Like I'm having a hard time. I think the connection's kind of bad. Um and then she would repeat it and it would still be bad. And after a while, I was like, I don't want her to think I'm stupid. So I'm I'm not going to ask anymore. (laughs) There was one question that I answered where I totally guessed what the question was and just answered based on that question. (laughs) Oh, my God. Based on what I thought that question was. And so I got off the phone. What did you think the question was? (laughs) You had no idea. It was just like... (laughs) I Have you ever slept in your car? (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember what the question was exactly, but it was like another one of those generic job questions. So I gave her a generic job answer. Well, I do things and I work. I was like, I was like, thank you for asking that question. Like all questions, uh, there is an answer to that question and we're going to get to the bottom of that. And, you know, we first we have to circle around and figure out what is a question, actually. It's information that you don't have that you're seeking out. Yes. So, I just, <laughs> I basically did something like that. Yep. And um, I got off that phone call thinking, well, it was a good run. I, I got to stage two. That's great. Good for me. We'll end it there. I did not think I was going to get another chance. And I got an email the next day, and they were like, we're ready to move you on to the video call. And Wait, I, I was, thought you just did a video call. 
No, that was just oh, an international, okay. just an international audio call. <laughs> That's awful. If it was a video call, I could have at least tried to read her lips or something. So, I got the video call. It was with the same guy that reached out to me before. He was going to be my supervisor. He is. You got uh, the job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I sure did. <laughs> Yeah, so so he would he would be my supervisor. We got on the call and he was a cool guy. We were we were vibing. He asked me some some questions about my experience again. Some of the questions overlapped with the previous two calls that I had. So I was like answering questions. I just want to make sure you answer the same answer. That's what I thought. It's I was like, like, all right, I he's, did a, he's I did testing my story. Uh, I think I talked about this for my brother who was like trying to get into like the prison system. I did like no. an interview for him. Like he, I was like down as one of his references, mm-hmm. and um, the guy was like talking in circles about like just asking me kind of similar questions, just uh-huh. to make sure that he wasn't a scumbag. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> like how did I answer the last one? What do I, like, what do, I do? <laughs> okay, the last the last time, I'm pretty sure I said indubitably. So I'm gonna say that a second time. He'll he'll love it. It only gets better the more times you hear it. Well, yeah, no, that was my logic, too. I was like, okay, he's probably just checking for, like, consistency of story to make sure I'm not making stuff up. So I told I told him the same stuff. I felt weird about it because I was like, one, you should already know this. We talked about this. And I was like, two, like, are you not tired of hearing this a Joke's second time? You. The only right. reason why they dragged you along is because they thought you were another candidate that they had talked to. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, they what thought the I was somebody else. <laughs> They were like, these are the same answers as the other guy I talked to. <laughs> they were looking for Trevin when they got Trevor. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no. So, so I just, I answered the questions the same way to like keep things consistent. And I got off the, the video call with him and I was like, surely that was the straw that broke the camel's back. They're definitely done with me. Uh, it's okay. You know, I'm glad I made it this far. <laughs> I got an email and they said we want you to come in to our office and do an interview when are you good for that and then they gave me a bunch this of times i picked process. a time very very I, I long these process different questions <laughs> they had me jumping through hoops the whole time oh my god it was a big company was there a, was there so, a you in the office hooked up with, with i'll get the- there <laughs> so <laughs> So, um, so I picked a time and the person that reached out to me, she was like the new hiree something like she, she like ran interviews and coordinated stuff like that. She sent me a list of the people that I would be, she sent me like a whole itinerary. So it was like at 10 o'clock you will be interviewing, you'll be meeting with me at, uh, 11 you'll meet with this person 12 wow. this person i think it was more like a half hour day? increments oh my God. but but still like it was like there were like five people Whoa. and i was like <laughs> i've never had to do an interview like this before this sounds crazy my, my whole day is going to be here just talking to people that i don't know jokes on you the last guy was rico suave <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> final boss he's cats today <laughs> He's like, so you have come into my office today. (laughs) I was already like kind of nervous about the fact that I had to meet with five different people. The only one that I knew was the one guy who would be my supervisor. Everyone else was new. And I had to go up to the the office was in Boston. So I had to I had to figure out how I was going to get to Boston without having to deal with traffic, without having to deal with parking or any of that Not nonsense fun. that comes with Boston. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I talked to my dad and we both agreed that it would be good for me to probably take the T, the commuter rail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had never taken the commuter rail by myself before. I, I've taken it like with other people who were running the show. And I've taken this. <laughs> I've taken like, you know, the subway by myself. That's a lot easier but the commuter rail, I was like, wait, I have to buy like a, a train ticket? Like a ticket? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? So I, I bought a two-way ticket uh, to Boston from, uh, I, I went to like a halfway point. I went to Mansfield. 
Okay. Which is yeah. like halfway from here to you Boston. Just gone to Providence. I didn't want to deal with Providence traffic. <laughs> so so I took the back roads all the way to Mansfield. And so I got to the train station and I had no idea where to park. Because my, my GPS took me to like the drop-off point, but not the parking lot. Oh. So I was like, um, this doesn't look like a place I can park. So I, I I drove around and like I just followed signs to like this lot that seemed very sketchy. It was like yeah, a, the one of Mansfield a, is wicked sketchy. It was a dirt lot. Yeah. <laughs> so I I parked and it was like you need a pass to be parked here, and I was like, okay. I don't How have do that. I get a pass? <laughs> there's no there's no booth. Where's the booth? There's no booth to buy a pass. I looked around, there I didn't see anybody else with like a pass in their car. And I thought to myself, well, I, I already took this chance with the Drake concert that one What's time. The worst that happens? <laughs> parking and not getting a pass. I really pushed my luck that time. Not gonna do that this time. I got an interview to worry about. So I saw like I saw this woman walking. Uh, towards the train and I was like hey excuse me um do, do you need a pass to to park here and she was like yeah you could like get a day pass or like a month pass or something and I was like where <laughs> and, and she pointed to a minivan parked in the driveway no what <laughs> and it was like that guy over there so <laughs> so I was like um Okay, like, thanks. That is like a drug creepy. deal, but you're selling parking spots. <laughs> so I walked up. Well, kind of. I walked up to the minivan, and it was this guy in a parking vest. <laughs> just it was like this old dude in a parking vest. He he was probably like 70 years old, just sitting in his car with like old timey radio playing. So you think you can steal a parking spot from me? And I was like, hey, I, I I I looked both ways. I was like, hey. <clears throat> I'm looking to park here. Can I get a parking pass? And he was like, yeah. And I asked him how much it was, and he said, 20 bucks. Oh, whoa. For the day? I, no, I, I think it was 10 bucks. I think it was 10 Still. bucks. Still, that's pricey. So, yeah, I was like, is this my commute every single day to this job? I have to pay $10 <laughs> just to park to go to work? So, I... um. I gave him $10, fully expecting to be scammed or ripped off or something. I was like, I only got 20 you got change. And he gave me like $10 change. And I was like, all right, this guy's legit. He gave me the pass, put it put it in my car. You legit give him the 20 he just event. drives away? Yeah, he drives away, <laughs> sucker. The other so lady, you I, look for the lady that told you to go to him, completely gone. Yeah, yeah, no, she She's was part him. of the scam. Yeah. <laughs> So I start following the one thing, the one thing that I am good at is like figuring out where I need to go just based on where the crowd is going. So I, I just follow all the people <laughs> walking and I'm like, they must be going to the train because where else would they be going? And so uh, I right next to the parking lot. The fair. <laughs> yeah, no, they're, they're all going to the Ferris wheel that I somehow missed on the way in. <laughs> You were so worried about the minivan in the parking lot, you didn't yeah. see the carnival. <laughs> so, um, I follow. I followed them all to the train, and I actually, I w I the way I had my schedule all planned out. I'm like very unlike my brother Aram. I am very like, I I wouldn't say OCD, but I'm very particular about time and like being on time. And making sure that I have enough time to get somewhere and being early. Yep. So like I had planned on taking the 10 o'clock train, but I got there like at 930 or something. And I was like, oh, I'll just I'll wait till the 10 o'clock shows up. I start walking and following the crowd. There's just a train there. And I'm like, well, I guess this is it. Oh. I'm hopping oh, on. No. And so oh, I no. <laughs> I followed the crowd onto the train it was going to my destination. Oh, okay. With, I thought it was going with, the opposite, opposite way. That was the my <laughs> goes down and then all the way back. I was like, this train looks like it's pointing towards Boston. I guess I'll take this one. <laughs> and so, so I, I hopped on and uh, I just, I got my seat. I was good. I was like, all right. Uh, stress number one is out of the way. I caught the train. That was one thing that I was really stressed about was catching the train. And so stress number two making sure the conductor sees my ticket. 
So I, I sat. Did you walk up to the front of the train. Just hold like, it up to yeah, her. Well, I sat. I sat on the train and I was. I was waiting for you know, a conductor to show up and ask for my ticket. I had it ready on my phone. I had it all queued up. There was no conductor that ever came to check my ticket. And I've I was like, why before. the fuck mm-hmm. did I buy a ticket? Yep, I've had that happen before on the commuter rail. It's yeah. Like, don't come. I was like, why did I buy a ticket if no one's even here to check it? Theoretically, that ride was free. I just happened to pay for a free ride. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I then re- reached the station that I needed to be at. And then I had to make some subway transfers. And luckily, you know, my time in England got me real set up with the subway. I was ready for it. And I've also taken the subway multiple times before. So, like, that was not a problem whatsoever. Except for the fact that I did end up getting off the train or, like, trying to transfer from one subway to another. And I followed the wrong group of people and it took me out of the station and so I had to like loop around you know you get the phone call you pretend like somebody made you turn around yeah you're like yeah, yeah. yo I can't believe you forgot this thing that I have to now go get I just came from there are you serious and then you turn around and then I went back in did you have to pay for like another ticket because normally when I you did yeah I had to pay to get back in uh, so I caught that train all the way down to where I needed to get off again and I followed the crowd in the wrong direction. Oh my goodness. You sound like you need to not follow the crowd and figure out where the fuck you have to go. At this point, Trev, maybe don't follow the crowd. One thing thing that I have learned is that anytime I'm in Boston and I think I'm going the right way, I am going the wrong way. So I was like, (laughs) I was looking on my map and I was like, okay, I'm going, I'm following the right crowd. This is good. We're, we're going and I'm going the wrong way <laughs> so I I just you know found a casual way to loop around and and start heading towards my destination and then I, I hit an intersection and I was supposed to turn left and I turned right and I got lost over by like a, a local school or something and I realized oh I'm getting further away better turn around silly me all of this happened before I was even supposed to get on, like, the first subway train. Like, like basically, all I had planned for me to get lost. <laughs> Again, I got a time thing. I'm very well, obsessed with time. you got on the train, like, a full half hour early, so you had all that. Yeah. Extra. Right. No, I was, I was, like, okay. super ahead of schedule, and I was like, wow, thank goodness I'm so ahead of schedule. I'm so glad I planned in this get lost break that I that I uh, predicted. So I finally you get there, you're sweating. Like, <laughs> yeah, no. I was like starting to get hot. I was like, oh my god, this is like getting stressful now. I, I'm like a half hour early now. I was supposed to be an hour early. <laughs> I finally found the building. I got inside, and it was beautiful. It was like picture um, the opposite of my interview. Yes, well, the opposite of yours. Like, picture a picture like a Google-type building. Yeah. It was like that. Like, it was, like, very, very nice, very fancy. They had plants. They had glass, like, plants, walls. Plants, I mean, they're fancy. Yeah, no, they, like, so many plants. Like, <laughs> fucking peacocks and their plants. This is my plant. It's a ficus. <laughs> they were, like, the peacock of businesses. <laughs> <laughs> they probably had to hire one person to water all of the plants. That's, that's like the that's title how many the peacock businesses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good title. <laughs> so um, they, it was it was just a they had like a reception desk, but it was like circular in the middle of the room. Oh and wow! Two, two like very pretty ladies what at I'm the reception desk, the, uh, like the building from uh, Dark Knight. Where he walks in and it's like the where Morgan Freeman gives his phone to, like that circle in the middle of the building. That go- building is like gorgeous. You don't get the reference. Never mind. I'm sorry, Jimmy. I have to be honest. I've never seen The Dark Knight. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. I think this call might end quickly. <laughs> <laughs> if Jimmy was sitting here, he would probably be storming off to yep. the bathroom right now. Are you okay? <laughs> Say something. You know what I can tell you, Jimmy? Though. 
I did see the first Batman. That doesn't. Was that the Dark Knight? Was that the first one? You have homework. I don't like where this is going. <laughs> I'm gonna get back to my story now. <laughs> so, uh, just just to even top things off, they had like very like modern looking chairs. Think like orange leaf. They okay. really didn't stop peacocking. Yep. They were no, they were peeking all peacocking, peacocking all over yeah. the place. <laughs> there were mints on every table. There is just. I, I wow. snuck a few mints. I didn't want them to see, like, because, you know, oh, this guy, big interview over here taking mints. <laughs> I didn't want them, I didn't want them to, like, look down upon me. Um, they Trump even... says he snuck a few mints. He's really opening his pocket just pouring the bowl. <laughs> oh, I, I took the bowl. <laughs> he has the bowl still in his kitchen. <laughs> so, um, I might I remind you... <laughs> Well, might I remind you, I was a half hour early. Yeah. So, okay. so I came up to the reception and I was like, "Hey, like I'm super early, uh, but I'm here. <laughs> Await no longer." And they were like, "Well, you can just sit over there, and when you're ready, uh, you can sign in." They had an iPad to sign in for the interview. Wow. They were flexing. Right. They were flexing so hard. I was like, "This is the <laughs> coolest place ever." <laughs> so, um. So I, I just, you know, I, I went over stuff. I prepared. I had like a little, I had like a, a notebook inside of a planner so I could like look like I was fancy. And um, it got to time and I signed in on the iPad and the first, the first woman showed up. Uh, I'll just, I'll call her. I don't have to make up names, do I? No. This is my podcast. I can do what I want. <laughs> Uh, her name was Shyla, and uh, <laughs> okay. did I make that name up? You'll never know. She showed up, super friendly, very nice, and uh, she was like, are you ready? Are you ready for your, your tour? And I was like, hell yeah, this place is so cool. So she gave me a tour of the place. They had a kitchen with tons of snacks and drinks, and like it was, you could just take them. Wow. You didn't have to pay for them. At my old job, you had to pay for the snacks. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, they were they were like 25 cents, and but you still had to pay for them. <laughs> and I never paid for them. I just <laughs> broke it open and took them. <laughs> they just, they literally, it was like a, it looked like a small, like a tiny, like convenience mart. Wow. But you could just take stuff and not pay for it. Wow. That's they had coffee they machines. Were, they were wow. such peacocks. <laughs> <laughs> they had they had coffee machines with like fridges underneath where you could just take any kind. Of, there was like six different kinds of milk. They were uh, teasing you so bad. There oh was fruit everywhere. <laughs> I couldn't even eat it, and I was like super Actually, excited for they're it. They're not even peacocks. They're like those birds that do the crazy dances. Oh like yeah, yeah. I'll link those in the tasty yeah, morsels. Yeah. The ones that like they yeah. they look like they're wearing a mask or yeah, something. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, yeah. look at me. <laughs> I'm fat with a ph. <laughs> yeah, um, they yeah they were really flexing. Why do we hate so I was birds? Like, <laughs> I know we still hate I the birds. Feel bad. <laughs> so so I was I was like already hyped by that. There was an area where it looked like it was outside, like it looked like an alleyway. They had it had like a glass dome, and it was just different food vendors all down the alleyway. And she was oh. like, "There's also a time where we have food trucks." And I was like, how do you even get the food trucks in here? What? It's crazy. So, so that was just the food. I work here now. I know. I was like, oh my God, I can't wait to work here. That was just the food. So then she, she took me around. She was like, yeah. So some people, you know, sometimes people work in the kitchen. There's like different areas where you can just work. Most of your work, like you'll get your own laptop. You can just work pretty much anywhere you want in the building because everything we do is just on computers. Like you don't have to stay in an office or anything. And I was like, fuck yes. Sign me up. Oh people were working in the cafeteria. And then she showed me an isolation pod. And I was like, what? You, what? <laughs> and it was just this person, and they had them scattered throughout the building. It's just this person in what looks like 
a high-tech phone booth and you can just work in there and it's like soundproof and it's got like tinted window and you can just go in there and jerk off all you want because no one can see or hear you. And this is where you bought the interview. You jerk off. She was like, you can work in the isolation pod. And then I, I, I could not hide me, my erection. And I was like, you can jerk <laughs> off in there. Oh my God. No, I was like, that's so cool. I, I can't believe like, so, and she was like, yeah, no, you know, sometimes if you got something like really important that you got to work on and you don't want any distractions, you can just go in there and just work. And I was like, that is so cool. And you then. Can I kiss you now, please? <laughs> this, this and then comes, I, I had been noticing them, but this is when it really stood out. The fancy uh, employee access wristbands that they all had. In wow. order to get into certain areas that were locked, <laughs> you had to have a wristband that you would hold up to the door and then it would unlock. What? You just walk in. So I bet you and behind those doors was just like slums. They just wanted to hide <laughs> those parts from you. Oh yeah, they were just, they were front end. It <laughs> yeah. was just all... Exactly. No, that, all was the, doors. that was the floors that they didn't show me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so so uh, she then took me... Um, to the upstairs area there were like four or five different floors all seemingly amazing and um so we got lost a couple of times because surprisingly it was like her fifth day on the job she was like yeah i actually just got hired too what <laughs> and they have her given tours already yeah i was, I was like wow i hope they don't you make me give a tour like, what Huh. I was like, I don't want to give a tour if I get hired. Like, and she was like, Well, it's part of my job. Don't worry about that. And and so uh, she was like, Do you need anything before you know we get started or anything like water, the bathroom or anything? I was like, Well, maybe I'll just go to the bathroom because it is going to be a long day. She actually had to ask somebody where the nearest bathroom oh was. <laughs> That's not good. That's funny. And I was like, Oh well, I, I gave her the benefit of the doubt because again it was like her fifth day on the job i was like oh we, we can like when i get hired we can just like figure out the building together it'll be fine <laughs> and um so we found the bathroom found our way back and we just had to wait for the next person to in to come interview me and so like we were just shooting the shit and i i was like I am killing this interview. Like, I'm such a cool person. Like, we are friends now. This is awesome. She's going to put in a good word for me. This is great. I'm doing so awesome. Um, you know, like, I even asked her question. <laughs> the, the next guy comes up and she goes, this is Trev. He tried to jerk off in the isolation. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, so, like, no, I was just, like, I was asking her questions about the job because one thing as, like, an interviewer, sometimes, you know, I'm asking all these questions and no one ever asks how I'm doing. And I was like, I'm going to ask. I'm going to find out. Um, so then in comes the first person interviewing me and he was an editor. So he would be my coworker. He was a, another video editor. And, you know, we, we joked around a little bit. He told me about the job, what it's like. Uh, I then, you know started talking about my experience then he asked about some of the stuff in my portfolio like tune in and my music and i told him about that and he was like wow man that's like really cool like he was just very impressed by all the stuff that uh i was showing him and i was like this interview is going <laughs> so <it>. swimmingly <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, no, I was like, I can't wait for this dude to be my coworker. He's so cool. Um, I even, like, convinced him to listen to the podcast. I, th I think they just bring in people that they have no interest in hiring just to flex on them. They're like, you like this place, don't you? You'll don't get used to it. it. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't get your hopes up buddy <laughs> they're all part of the scam with the guy in the van that's the only way they make money <laughs> crawling on it <laughs> that one went very well and i was like all right two down three to go i'm doing great and in comes my future supervisor he's like it's good to see it's good to meet you in person and i was like yeah man like it's it's nice to like actually meet you for real 
and uh, we we you know we're chilling, and then he started asking the same questions. <laughs> That I had answered oh my God. about two times. Did he forget that he asked them? Like, what's this guy's deal? I, I don't know. <laughs> and I was like, this is really weird consistency test. <laughs> right. But I'm, I'm going to just answer as consistently as I can. And I, I actually, I really struggled with most of his questions. Because uh, some of them were just like very in-depth and others were just ones that I already answered. And I I was like, all right, so that one, that was a little bit of struggle. But you know what I did win on? The charm factor. <laughs> that one went well, too. And then in came his boss next. His boss was the next person. And she was uh, also very cool. We joked back and forth. I asked her how she got into like the field and everything. Uh, and it was cool and then uh, suddenly a switch flipped and she was very serious we were in business mode now and I was like all right time to dial down the jokes because a couple of my jokes landed flat she took them seriously and I was like oh that was just a joke I'm I'm losing the charm factor (laughs) and so uh, she asked about how are you not supposed to joke though? Like this entire time, they're building you up to feel comfortable, right. and then she just goes, "All right, now some real shit's coming." Yeah, no, it like, was it was real. That's not fair. <laughs> right. uh, so, so she asked about uh, my previous job, which was the marketing job, and you know what? I'm realizing now they they trapped, they tricked me. Yeah, they got they they got me all buttered up and yeah. warmed up. They made me feel at home and like personal, so I was willing to admit things I wouldn't normally admit. So I admitted to her that my previous job, I was like, yeah, so like I had a marketing job, but I actually got hired with no marketing experience. Like I didn't even go to school for marketing. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and she was like, and they were like, How no, did- we were supposed to give you a marketing job. Sucks to suck. Well, yeah, but wouldn't they have known if you went to wristband and pushed <laughs> you into the dark part? <laughs> <laughs> but they must have known that you didn't go to school for marketing, like on your yeah. Well, stuff, that was the thing. Right? I was, I was like, well, like they were aware. I, well, so she was like, "How did that happen?" And I was like. Well, in the job interview, they explained to me that there were going to be like video aspects of the job, and that just never happened. And I kind of just got tricked into doing mostly just marketing. And she was like, well, did you ever think to tell them that? And I was like, uh, I mean, wow, I just she, figured... She oh. trapped you big time. No, she like Yikes. straight up called me out. She was like, why didn't you uh, tell them? And I was like, well, I was already in the job. Like, I figured I would just do the best I could. And I was like, slowly watching this place slip away. And I was like, why? (laughs) Why would you trick me like this? And the wristband comes out. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, I was able to kind of redeem myself with my act. I mean, the whole point of the job was video stuff. So I was like, let's talk about my video experience that I'm very well versed in. So I was able to like redeem myself a little bit there. Um, and I did end the interaction like joking around with her. And then she was like, I got a meeting to get to. It was nice meeting you. And then she left before the next person even came in. She was really trying to get she, out of there. <laughs> she was like, this guy sucks. <laughs> and she was the most important person. <laughs> so then in came the last person. Which was um, just the first lady that kept getting lost. <laughs> no, no, no. She, right. she, she will come back, but not yet. Uh, so the job was like I was gonna make um, like educational videos with. They have like these quote professors who teach you how to use the company service. Um, so he, this guy was a, a professor of the service, and um, so I, I would have been like, he would have been making videos with me. And he was cool too. We were, we were vibing. He was, he was very friendly. And he started asking these questions that like he framed as if he was genuinely curious about. So like for a more specific example, he was, he was like, so I've been having an issue where I want to do a remote video with somebody all the way across the country. 
but I want it to look like we're in the same room. How would you deal with that? And I gave him an answer. And I, I gave him an answer knowing that that was a test question. I was like, this guy is totally just asking if I could figure that out if yeah. I had the job. He knows the answer. He already knows the answer. He's not asking me. He's not asking because he wants to know. He wants to know if I know. So I answered. He had a couple of questions like that. And I was like, man, I see right through your little tricks. And so I, I answered those all really well. We actually finished that part of the interview very early. So I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to go to the bathroom. He he took off and I knew my way to the bathroom. So I was like, all right, I'm a perfect fit here. I already know how to get to the bathroom from here. And then I went to go back and I then realized that all of the doors leading back oh, no. needed a wristband. Oh, no. <laughs> so oh, I was no. like, okay, well, I don't have a way to get in contact with Shyla. And she's probably going to be looking for me soon. And I don't have a way to get back to the room. So I'm stuck. And then so I walked around like hoping to find another door. They all had the wristband lock. And so I actually had to go up to just some random person. Here's why you didn't get this job. Because they thought you were trying to commit corporate espionage. (laughs) I know. What is this black guy sneaking around our office? (laughs) So I actually had to go up to this woman and be like, hey, um, I'm on a job interview. See, I got the guest sticker right here. Um, I got locked out of the interview room because I went to the bathroom. Can you help me get back in? And she was like, how do I know you're actually here for an interview? And I was like, come on, please. Like, "Ah, you're funny, but right now I really got to get back. And uh, so she just opened the door for me. And then I met up with Shyla. She was like, so how was it? And I was like, I think I got the job. Yeah, I'm good. I I, I think it was great. Jokes on you, she was actually the head boss. I know. (laughs) Jokes on on me. She was like, oh, this cocky motherfucker. (laughs) So uh, she she took me back down. Uh, she was like, "You want any snacks for the road?" And I was like, "Well, you know, like that was the test right there." <laughs> but here's the thing, Jimmy. I always say no when someone offers me something, and when people offer you something, they want to give it to you. See, I so always I was, say no. I always say always. no too, and I was like, "No, this time I'm saying yes." It's like that meme you posted. I, it was the SpongeBob one when somebody offers you water. I believe you posted that on doing it. Oh, I think I, I probably shared it. I Maybe don't think I posted, yeah. but I shared. Yeah, someone else did that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. No. I'm like I'm de- I'm dying of dehydration, but I will not accept water because yes. I don't want to be rude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather die than be rude. And I was just like, no. You know, what? if someone wants to offer me something, they want to share. And who am I to deny them the joy of sharing? <laughs> yeah. So I just, I had a snack for the road and <laughs> opens up his bag, pours in like 70 snack packs. From like I took, I took all, the, all mints. the mints. <laughs> <laughs> I took a bowl on the way in. I took a bowl on the way out. <laughs> they, um, so she was like, it was really nice meeting you. Um, you'll get an email probably within like a week and I uh, hope you got the job. And then we went our separate ways. I headed towards the entrance so I could go figure out my train situation and while i was figuring that out i realized i left my hat up in the interview room oh no and i was like oh goodness that hat's there forever <laughs> there's there's no way for me to get in contact with shyla again oh my God. i guess i could go sign in on the ipad again under the note forgotten hat or something <laughs> That's a lot of work. I really just want to go home. I don't want to like try to figure out when the next train is. I already had my whole time planned out. So I said, I said, goodbye, UMass Dartmouth hat. You served me well. And, and I got on the train and I never saw that hat again. I would have, once you didn't get the job, I would have contacted them. I want my hat hat back then. I want my hat back. If you're not going to give me the job, at least give me my hat. I just, it was like too much effort. So I made. They probably I, this, were testing you there. They were like, if he comes back for the hat, we'll give him the job. So uh, you should well, go get that hat now. 
my real my my actual like i literally told myself while i was on the train i was like you know what if i get the job i'll, I'll get the hat back I'll, I'll probably get the job so i'll just get the hat back when i get the job so um i made my subway transfers just fine for the first time in like forever <laughs> and this is starting to get into a part that i talked about on the podcast before but i'll, I'll go into a little bit more detail so I took the subway back to the the commuter rail station, but the way everything was like set up, it was not very clear which train I was supposed to take to get home. Yeah, I feel like because, it's always like that. Well, there were a couple of trains. Boston, we're south of Boston, so we have to go. So I had to go south, um, and so there were a there and were that two commuter rail splits too. Yep. Exactly. Well, there were two trains going south, yeah. but one was going towards home, and then the other split off and like yeah. went very yeah, Stoughton went yeah. very far away. Yep. And so I was like, "Well, I guess I'll just have to figure this one out, yep. like I have been the rest of the time." <laughs> so, so you followed the crowd. You got so I the followed the crowd. No, there was no crowd to follow that time. That was the scary part. But I, I I actually went up to one of the dudes and I was like, um, which train is going south? <laughs> like the one of the train employee guys. Yeah. He wasn't like a conductor, but I don't know what he was. But he told me like, oh, the uh, south is uh, track 21 or whatever, track two. I don't know how many tracks there were. <laughs> 21, that's a lot of tracks. Yeah, I don't think that's 21. <laughs> it's a big train station. Yeah. It was probably track two. And so as I just went down to track two, I was waiting, and this is when I encountered some doubt. I was like, uh, I, I looked on my little train app, and I was like, this doesn't seem right, so I'll just ask somebody else. I, I, I walked up to this dude, I was like, yo, bro, and I, I got no answer, and I was like, hey, <laughs> my dude, Still no answer. He had AirPods in. He couldn't hear me. I was so scared. I was like, uh, excuse me. Uh, which train is going to Providence? And he was like, I don't know, man. This one's going to Stoughton. And I was like, uh, okay, well, that doesn't sound like the one I should be taking. And I was like, thanks. And then I just kind of like awkwardly walked away. And then this woman came up to me and was like, this train on uh, track three is going to Providence. I was like, oh, thank you very much, you kind angel of she a person. She was like, it's leaving thank right you. now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no, luckily, luckily that one came second, but I almost got on the Stoughton one. <laughs> so it was a good thing I asked. And so um, everything was, was going okay. Like I, I was doing fine. While I was waiting for the Providence train, this guy started violently throwing up oh yeah you did tell this one. in a trash can yeah so i told this on a previous episode there's a guy i don't know Brit Brittany, did you hear it too i'm not sure so there was uh, while i was waiting for the train i just heard Ugh! it was like very loud like very forceful throwing up and at first i was like all right who's like who's being an asshole and right. pretending to throw up this was like at the very start of the coronavirus scare oh. where like it hadn't really officially made its way to america yet but there were probably people walking around with it who didn't know yep and um so i was like all right who's the asshole and everyone was like looking around and then i heard it again <laughs> and it was just this guy slumped over a trash barrel and i was like oh um and then i i watched it happen and i heard it and i was like oh that guy is legitimately sick i hope he doesn't get near me he probably has the coronavirus because this was before i realized that it was an upper respiratory infection which is what i said last time which is what you said last time. I I, I didn't know people is, people kept saying, "Oh, it's like the himself. flu. It's like the flu, only worse. It could kill you." And um, so I was like, "Well, I think people with the flu throw up sometimes." Um, also, I didn't know. I thought you know it could spread through the air. Right. I was like, "This is this is how the zombie apocalypse starts. It's one person throwing up in a trash barrel. 
Some people decide to stay a little too close to him. They get infected, then they infect the whole train. I'm stuck on it, so I can't get away. And then I'm a zombie. This is the next Left 4 Dead game. This is the next Left 4 Dead game. So <laughs> I, I got on the train praying that that guy was not on my car and I tried my best to get like everyone in the world was trying to not get on a car with him and I got lucky and didn't so I got my seat and I was ready this time for the conductor because he's I was like he's going he he lured me into a false sense of security last time I'm ready for him this time I'll get my ticket ready and so I'm, I'm on the train for a good 15 minutes and this conductor shows up and I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm ready for him this time. I was on Reddit waiting for him, but I had in, in the other app, my ticket open and I switched to my ticket as he walked up and my app crashed. Oh no. And oh, I was like, oh no. He's going to think that I'm like playing some sort of like ruse to get a free ride. And so I started scrambling to get it back open again. And he walked away. And I was like, why the fuck did I buy a round trip ticket? (laughs) That's so frustrating. I could have literally taken this whole trip for free. (laughs) And so I, I literally never had to show a conductor my ticket. That and then I got back to the train station, followed the crowd back to the parking lot. Of course. And I got in my car and I drove home and I awaited my email. I got an email that said, unfortunately, oh. we're going to move on with other candidates. Oh, man. Ow. If like, you, you had... left your hat and you didn't ask for it back. <laughs> that was well, a long yeah. day. I know, such a, a long no. day for that email. <laughs> And so it was the woman, it was the Irish woman who emailed me and she was like, if you would like, you know, some feedback, we can, we can set up a call and go over that. So I did set up a call and she explained to me, first off, the day of the call, I I forgot that I had the call. So, so I was like just waking up and then the phone started ringing and I was like, oh shit, my call. And I was like, hello, you know, you got that morning voice. No matter how much you try to, yeah, I, like before I it. answered, before I answered, I was like, <clears throat> "Hello," yeah. and then I picked, and then I answered, and I was like, "Hello," and she was like, "Is this a good time?" And I was like, "Yeah, this is a great time." Literally, Batman. He's Batman. I'm just gonna yeah. say, when he wakes up, he's Batman. <laughs> she, she's like, "Is that Batman? Can I speak to Trevor, please?" Um. So, I. You need to repeat that joke, Brittany. Ripped oh. out my earbud. I'm okay, uh, let's start over. <laughs> she was like, is that, is that Batman? I'd like to speak to Trevor, please. <laughs> All right, yeah, that landed well. Glad you don't know what Batman sounds like because you haven't seen a Dark Knight. Yeah. Oh, ouch. Wow. <laughs> first, first, I don't get the job, and now Why? this. He's already down. <laughs> Kick a man in the balls after he's already been kicked in the balls. So um, she proceeded to explain to me why I didn't get the job. I was half asleep, so I I vaguely even remember the call. Um, I also do remember it being very difficult to understand her because yeah, of... Again. <laughs> because of why her accent I was say. and also the connection. Yeah. <laughs> remember when you made up that answer? That's why you didn't get the job. Yeah, right. Me? Way back when. Well, between the bad connection, me being half asleep, and her thick accent, I hardly knew what was going on. <laughs> the only thing I took from it was that I didn't do a good job summarizing my uh, work experience and like different scenarios that I had experienced in other jobs. And I was like, they ask me the same fucking questions every time. So I'm just trying times. to stay consistent. So <laughs> oh. let this be a lesson. If they ask you the same question every time make they it a different more, answer they're, they're looking for different things they're looking for different answers <laughs> yep. make it as drastically different as possible <laughs> um and by the end of it you're like essentially a superhero like yeah i saved thousands of people yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> i saved the company 300 million dollars just because i decided to use a different kind of paper clip <laughs> um but yeah so learn from my mistakes 
don't go in to a job interview thinking you got the job. I honestly, it got me through the interview really well. I wasn't nervous at all. And I highly recommend that strategy. But don't fly too close to the sun, is, is what I'll have to say about that. Don't be Icarus. The last thing I will say is that story was just our Improv Me Wrong segment. <laughs> it was all fit. No, I'm just kidding. Imagine. Imagine. <laughs> that was pretty, you sold it pretty good. But we are, we are running way too long to do an improv this time. That's okay. So I'll let the listeners know in the beginning that there is no improv this episode. They'll cry, just like I will when we hang up. But I'm going to hold it together. You're yeah. Sorry, you can wrap this up. So, um, more, uh, long story short, I'm still looking for a video editing job. So if anyone listening needs a video editor... Or or an audio editor, you can any, tell any by the quality of this episode that I'm pretty good at it. It hit me. I have an album I, that it already came out. It's on Spotify. It's called Ascension by Trey Will. Uh, if there's anything you two would like to plug, this is the time. Jimmy has a king size bed now. Yeah. That's really the okay, highlight over here. Better. All right. I'm oh, sure. you remembered you were the king. Yeah, and the all king. is all yeah, is well. All is well. All is well in the kingdom. <laughs> oh, help me. <laughs> Well, I want to thank you two for uh, for being here and and, and listening to me ramble for legitimately like an hour. Thank you for having us, and it was a <laughs> it was a great, great story. Great story. I Sorry liked, it ended poorly, I liked the but part where they scanned you and pushed you into a dark room and wanted you to fend for yourself. Oh well, that is actually a part that I forgot. For three weeks, they actually just kept me in a dark alleyway <laughs> while I, while I was waiting the part for an of the answer. Didn't show you. But yeah, thanks for being here. I'm gonna pass this off to future Trev. Ooh wee, that's me. Thanks for listening to this episode. I'm really glad you made it to the end of this one. I know I talked a lot, and it was basically like an hour worth of one story. But if you enjoyed it, perhaps you could leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. I guess it's separate from iTunes now so uh they don't like for us to call it itunes or you could use Podchaser if you uh have android or any non-apple phone i guess we will slurp up your delicious words and your five stars you know like the chicken noodle soup that had the stars in it like we will slurp it up like that feel free to check us out on twitter and instagram instagram is kind of our favorite child right now but we still use twitter and if you hate social media but still want to get in contact with us you can send us an email at tuneinentertainment at gmail.com send us your spam anything you want to hear us talk about some memes that you enjoyed we'll enjoy them too we'll share it on the episode i just want you to be friends with us like that's you know that's the goal speaking of friends perhaps you might maybe already have some friends and perhaps maybe perhaps they're not listening to this podcast yet and so perhaps maybe perhaps you could share this podcast with them and you can listen together and enjoy it together and have inside jokes and exclude your other friends that don't listen to it. But then at some point, they're going to want to hear it too. And it would be kind of mean to exclude them for a long time. So you're going to have to share it with them too. But when you do, you'll all have a good time. And if you're having a good time, I'm having a good time. That's it for this episode. We'll catch you on the next episode. <laughs>